Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Now there are about, I think it was 19 organizations that, including opposition political parties, uh, NGOs, unions, who have filed an application with the High Court in Pretoria arguing about the political failure to keep the lights on being a breach of the Constitution. Now, interestingly, um, the President, Ramaphosa, opposed the application both in his own capacity and on behalf of government, and arguing he argued that neither he nor government had failed to fulfill their obligations because the law places the responsibility for providing electricity with municipalities. And I quote, it is now accepted that municipalities are in law required to provide water and electricity to their people as a matter of public duty. This duty does not lie with the president or any of the national departments cited herein as respondents. Martin van Staden, Deputy Head of Policy Research, welcome. And uh, isn't doesn't sound extraordinary to the ordinary person like me that we have load shedding destructive of this economy to a huge extent and the president says they're not responsible for it. Uh, yeah, thanks, Sarah. It's, uh, it is quite ridiculous. And the, the most insulting part of it is that there is only a very small kernel of truth at the very uh, center of it. Now, I must preface by saying I haven't read the actual affidavits. Uh, I, I, I don't think the public has access to these quite yet, but there's been quite a bit of reporting on it. Um, and what the president seems to allude to is uh, one of the schedules to the constitution. Uh, that divides uh, government powers between the central government, the provincial government, and, and local government. And it, therein is one provision that says uh, uh, municipalities are responsible for what we tempor- contemporarily know as the distribution mm. of electricity. So that is the only mention of electricity in the Constitution. And the president seems to have grabbed onto this and said, aha, there it is. This is the only like, uh, mention of electricity in the Constitution. And it refers to municipalities. But that, of course, is, is very misleading because the Constitution gives parliament, uh, the central parliament, uh, uh, what we call a plenary uh, uh, right to or power to legislate on any number of things that aren't specifically mentioned in the Constitution. And Parliament decided to do this uh, in the form of the Electricity Regulation Act of, I think it's 2006, uh, wherein the central government takes for itself effectively sovereignty on the generation and mm. the transmission of electricity. So uh, electricity is generated, it's transmitted, and it's distributed. Generation is the, the big uh, power stations creating the power. Transmission mm. is the big pylons we see taking the power all the way from the uh, power stations in Mpumalanga to the rest of the country. And then distribution is that final hop from uh, uh, a, a power hub to your house. <laughs> and that's where the municipalities are uh, responsible. But uh, when it comes to generation, ESCOM, which is a central government controlled institution, controls 
at the very least 80% of generation in South Africa. And I think the estimate is as high as 95% mm-hmm. of generation. And it controls 100% of transmission. There is no one else involved in the transmission business. So this Electricity Regulation Act put this power in the hands of the central government, specifically the minister of energy and mineral resources and NERSA. Uh, no one else can get involved without some kind of license or a permit, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, a license, registration, or an exemption. You can be exempted and you can do what you want, but that's few and far between. So the uh, central government has what is effectively sovereignty on anything above a, uh, a diesel generator in your garage mm-hmm. or a solar panel system. So the president here took a, a very small kernel of truth and uh, twisted it in, in, a, in a very misleading way. Kind of to say, no, well, uh, it's the municipalities, uh, the constitution says nothing about the central government and, um, uh, and electricity, so we're washing our hands. And then they tried after there was understandable outcry, uh, to walk it back and say, no, we are taking load shedding seriously, uh, we're just talking about technical constitutional matters, but <laughs> so the, this has happened before, um, uh, in other countries, in, in the United States, for instance, uh, uh, where police is obviously controlled by by government, and uh, uh, someone sued the police and said, uh, uh, "You failed to protect me. I was attacked, and the police didn't protect me." And the courts said, or the government argued, and the courts agreed that there is no specific duty uh, upon government to protect specific people. It's a very general public duty. And I think what we're seeing here, Sarah, is is our government trying to do the same thing, effectively Mm -hmm. saying we have, we do have power over electricity and we are going to provide it. But when we fail, you can't sue us for it. Mm. Uh, uh, That's that's what I think is happening here. And I'm hoping the courts don't follow the the politicians down this route. Yeah, it strikes me as interesting because in a way it's the sleight of hand is is very much a Ramaphosa thing. He, 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 with conviction, states something that is either not, not all that close to the truth or actually completely unrelated to the mm. truth. And it, 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 what, 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 what sort of worries me about it is perhaps it's an indication of just how unable the government is to function properly because we all know that the only thing that the only control municipalities have is in the distribution of the product, if I can call it that, that ESCOM is responsible for generating and then transmitting. So it's almost, I don't know, is he taking us, trying to take us for fools by virtue of the fact that he's the president and he said it? Or, um, I mean, no one, without knowing the legislation, just no one would, would find that convincing. And, and it, 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 it exacerbates the, 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 the distrust between the people and the people who rule. Yeah, no, look, like I said, it's, it's, it's insulting because it's not, it's not as if South Africa recently decided let's dabble in government providing electricity and see how it goes. Uh, this has been the case since uh, at least the 1940s when ESCOM really became a monopoly. Mm-hmm. So no South African could, uh, is going to fall for this idea that no, the central government is actually not involved and it's actually just the municipalities. Uh, nobody, nobody is going to fall for that. Uh, we've, we've all been through the ringer with, uh, uh, with how ESCOM has failed to do its one and only job. 
municipalities, yes, they, some of them do have their own power stations. I know um, uh, Cape Town has quite a few. Uh, Johannesburg has Kelvin uh, coal-fired power station. Tuane has two, both decommissioned, but it's still owned by the city. But all these municipalities still have to go to ESCOM and to NERSA to get permission to uh, a license to generate their own electricity. It is not as if a municipality can decide we're going to build a power plant and plug it into our municipal grid and start supplying. The central government will uh, uh, stop that dead in the tracks if if no permission is is granted. And I, I'm not uh, trying to be uh, defense, uh, defend uh, municipalities here. They've also failed disastrously uh, in their part of the job. So they deserve all the uh, criticism uh, that is due to them. But uh, uh, we're in this ridiculous situation now where by no choice of this generation, at least, and no one here participated in a referendum to say, yes, we think government should monopolize electricity. So it's by no fault of anyone in South Africa today that we are entirely dependent on the central government mm. uh, for our lights and our and our ovens and and our internet connection and our business and our commerce and our industry. We're entirely dependent on on them providing that elect- electrical backbone. Uh, uh, and, and we didn't choose it. And now the government says, well, yes, you are dependent on us. And um we're going to fail to provide that service, and there is nothing really you can do about it. I mean, even uh, the vaunted Andre de Reiter has come out in support of the government in this court case, uh, mm. uh, to my mm. understanding. And look, I, I get it. Uh, electricity is not a is not simple business. Uh, it might be that if you could sue the government for failing to uh, do its job properly, that some things might go awry. But the principle, I think, is important, that the government has monopolized this service and it is failing to provide that service. And South Africans just have to lay down and take it. That cannot be the case. Mm. Uh, There needs to be at least some accountability outside of parliament where we know accountability is is, is a a rare currency. But uh, there needs to be some kind of legal accountability, I would say, for the government failing to do this. And hopefully uh, uh, that starts paving the way to a situation where the government says, OK, fine, uh, we've now acknowledged that we can't really do this job and we were apparently not really obliged to. So let's leave it truly to the private sector, to municipalities to do it, because there is an incentive there. There is a profit motive there. Uh, so maybe this uh, painful period of litigation, uh, which might, uh, as the writer says, might actually <laughs> worsen load shedding. Maybe that is the, the kick in the teeth that the government needs to let go of this terrible and destructive idea that it should control and, and uh, uh, exercise sovereignty over electricity in South Africa. Um, because, I mean, like I said, there's, it's by no fault of our own that we're in this situation. And for government then to turn around and say, well, we don't really have to give you power, but you can't get it for yourself either. <laughs> uh, that's that's just uh, uh, immoral in, in a very fundamental way. Yeah, I mean, you talked about the fact that that uh, that it is it is at central national government level um, that that this, that these things are determined. Um, so, I, am I would I be correct in assuming that the combination between 
policy within the uh, Ministry of Energy and Minerals Resources on the one hand and the approval process required from NERSA for, for authority to provide any other form of uh, uh, electricity and most, I think, most discussion is revolved around uh, renewables irrespective of whether they, those are the answer or not. But mm. it has been that very logjam at mm. at a national policy level and, and nurse bureaucratic level that these things have not happened, that we mm. have lost a number of years where there can be where there has been no amelioration of our plight. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I speak only anecdotally. I've spoken to people involved in the process of getting registrations, getting licenses, uh, and I've never heard anyone say that uh, it's a smooth process. Uh, it's always some type of delays, and there's also a, a strong implication that there, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, these authorities want some greasing of the wheels, so to speak, uh, to, to get these uh uh, license approval is through. So there is definitely uh, uh, corruption involved. There has been speculation about whether the current minister um, is is holding up the process because he has specific interests in the coal industry that he only wants his friends to benefit from. So, I mean, that's all of that is there. And then, of course, the, the elephant in the room is that uh, uh, the price of electricity is a controlled price, meaning that uh, ESCOM uh, doesn't really have a profit motive and that any uh, a p- private competitor with ESCOM will have a very difficult time competing with that institution because uh, where whereas a private business does need to uh, mm. have some profit build up reserves, ESCOM doesn't. So ESCOM can charge very low for its product. Uh, so that's that's uh, uh, another uh, uh, spanner in the works. But yeah, the the, the fact is uh, the the whole sector, the whole industry is uh, must pass through. A, a, a bottleneck that is entirely controlled mm. by the central government. Um, uh, there, there is no, there is no way around that. There is no autonomy on the part of municipalities in any, in any uh, substantive sense or on the part of the private sector to, to solve this problem. It's, it's a load shedding is a problem that was manufactured by the central government, be it through incompetence or through corruption. Uh, or through short-sightedness, um, and it's a problem that legally only the central government has the authority to solve. Mm. And with that in mind, it's uh, it, it's 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 flabbergasting for mm. the head of the executive uh, uh, where the buck stops uh, to say that no, it's it's not really my responsibility because look, he has no one else to pass the buck to. Uh, right. He he can't pass it down to a minister because all the ministers serve at the pleasure of the president. He can't pass it to another institution. He is the head of the executive, uh, and and he needs to take responsibility for it unless he decides he and his government decide that uh, privatization and liberalization uh, is at the order of the day, which would be a. a a very good decision, I would say, but I don't think that's on the agenda just yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it'll ever get onto the ANC's agenda. Mm. But just talking, I mean, obviously, um, I, I don't. All my respect for your for your abilities. I, I don't think you're an expert in the practical genera- generation no. and transmission of energy. But in what respect could the private sector? How would the, how could the private sector? Become involved to take off these pressures to make, mm. um, to, to, to sort of make some dent in, in the failure produce, to produce electricity that is literally threatening to destroy 
our economy, small businesses, mm-hmm. one man businesses, etc. How do they, how, how, how can they go about it? Um, what can they offer? Yeah, look, uh, you're right. I, I am no expert and this is certainly, uh, one of the more complicated areas, uh, when it comes to talk about privatization and so on. Electricity is regarded as one of the so-called natural monopolies. Mm. Uh, when you have these pylons, it wouldn't really make sense for 10 different power companies to have 10 different lines of pylons stretching the same distance. Uh, it might be doable, but it, it, it won't be, uh, particularly efficient. Uh, so unfortunately, it's likely that even if there's widespread liberalization, there will still be a degree of government involvement. Uh, the one thing that I've always thought might be a good first step when it comes to transmission, uh, would be to, to, uh, allow uh, the private sector to form a call it a consortium mm. of uh, of companies that control South Africa's grid, and uh, the companies that form part of the consortium are the, the private companies uh, that at this stage do not exist yet, but those that do contribute power generation into the grid, um, uh, and and this consortium would need to uh, decide amongst themselves how pricing would work mm. and so forth. That's certainly very collus- collusive. It's it's very anti-competitive, um, but at the end of the day, it will be uh, an institution that is uh, more subject to market forces mm. uh, 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 if there is, for instance, an, uh, an allowance for mini-grids to be established in towns and farms and so on, uh, which would also take uh, pressure off the the main grid, um, uh, those decisions would need to then be made uh, uh, there. And there could be government uh, representation, but fundamentally South Africa's, uh, the, the crisis comes down to the fact that we have one point of failure, and that is ESCOM. And uh, we've centralized our, um, our, our hedging there. So uh, we need to decentralize that outwards. And that that does mean we should allow private uh, power companies to build their own nuclear power stations, their own coal-fired power stations. Certainly very expensive, uh, uh, very long-term thinking. Mm. Um, but we must at least open the door to allowing that so that if someone is interested, they can at least start building now. <laughs> uh, 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 we've, we've wasted a lot of time with not building uh, nuclear power, for instance. Um, so we, we do need that and uh, that will take pressure off the grid, but uh, more, more immediate term thinking has already been mentioned by, um, by the president and by the city of Cape Town, which is to allow people who generate excess solar power to feed it back into the grid to buy it from them. That's a, a, an immediate term uh, kind of a solution that I think uh, what I've heard is that it would allow urban areas mm. uh, where there is there will be a dense uh, feed-in of, of solar power uh, mm. to go down a few steps in load shedding. It's not necessarily going to help rural areas that much sure. just yet, but it's it's something worth considering, and it has that benefit of decentralizing away from the single point of failure that is ESCOM. So essentially, if there's sufficient power being generated in the uh, more uh, the suburban, the more concentrated areas, it, it would then allow ESCOM to concentrate on the areas that cannot be served mm. in this way. Yes. Um, and it strikes me that private consortiums are easier to, e- easier to form more successfully than political party coalitions, but be that <laughs> as it may. Um, just, just the last question. I mean, we've, I know the institute, we've, 
lot of discussion about the fact that part of what hampers, only part of what hampers the ANC's move is an ideologically, an ideological one in which the private sector is an absolute no-no. It doesn't conform mm. to the socialist or communist view of a society. Um, and there's still people in the ANC, they say last week, that still don't trust um, private enterprise, although um, mm. Who are they? I'm not sure who they are to trust or not trust private enterprise. <laughs> um, I mean, we are in such trouble that what, what do you think, I'm asking you to surmise, is the point at which the ANC actually says we don't have a choice. We actually do have to genuinely partner. Not going to these sort of nice agreements where we set the terms and hope that the, the uh, private sector comes on board. Yeah, look, I, I, I think that's correct. There is an ideological uh, barrier and it's, it's a strong barrier. It's, it's a big barrier. Um, but I think, uh, what we've seen now in the last, let's say two years of government rhetoric about electricity is that, uh, reality is the most effective discipliner. <laughs> and, uh, we've seen now of the elimination of the cap on renewable, uh, power generation. Uh, and and overtures to the idea that the power, the private sector must um, pick up the burden um, as as far as renewables are concerned. I think we've seen that the ANC itself has has realized that there won't be <laughs> there won't be scope for looting when when the economy has, has totally stopped. So let's uh, let's uh, concede at least something. Um, and it's it's a gradual process. It's it's not going to happen overnight. I don't think we're ever going to get to the ANC per se mm-hmm. to a point of saying, well, we are now totally changing our approach to a, a private enterprise driven approach. Mm-hmm. The ANC will, I think, still concede more. I think we're going to see more concessions in the next few years. Um, but ultimately, Africans on the whole want a private sector driven electricity sector. Not a, it's not an easy ask. Electricity will be more expensive. That just uh, that goes without saying. Um, but it, it will be more reliable, and there is the chance, uh, the, oppor- the uh, possibility of government subsidizing electricity rather than providing it, which I think is is a bit more efficient. Um, but if South Africans want that uh, a more reliable uh, electricity sector, they would need to vote for it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think the ANC uh, were going to get it entirely there. Um, but yeah, the the worse the power situation gets, I think the more the ANC will concede. Um, but it will never be enough to sustainably solve the problem. So that's unfortunately a political question that uh, must be solved at the ballot box. Well, 2024 is closer than we think. Um, Martin van Staden, thank you very much for joining me um, on an issue that is literally burning in people's minds, if not burning in the power mm. stations. Uh, so thank you once again, and we'll speak to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. Go well.